Welcome back, everybody, to another week of the Weekly DLC. I'm one of your hosts, Kroos, joined always by my co-host, Daniel Vargas. Hiya! And Dan Jing. Good morning. If you're not familiar with what we do, we come to you each and every week, podcasting services of your choice, around tables like this. We sit around, we have fun discussions about comics, games, movies, video games, everything in between. Um, we usually have fun. We hope you have fun with us. It's episode 128. We're... Packing bags for, or no, we'd be back by now from Comic Con when this is out. Comic Con's right around the corner, so we'll be at that. Um, we'll probably have more to talk about that and maybe any cool stuff that comes out of that later. But till then, guys, what have you been up to? I've been watching a lot of anime. Anime. A lot of anime. You know what the best one is? So far, the one I'm currently on? No, the Hank Hill one. King of the Hill, baby. <laughs> Propane Evangelion. <laughs> I can't. I, I like showed my girlfriend and she's like, what? I don't understand. I'm like, it's so funny. <laughs> anyway, what have you been watching? Um, The one I'm currently watching right now is, uh, what is it called? How to Make a Boring Girlfriend, I think. What? Is the name of it. It's the whole concept. Do you tell. <laughs> the whole concept is... um. The protagonist is a uh, otaku for dating sims. Okay. And he also reads like the like the the anime novels the or the manga. Yeah. Um and so he's fixated on making like his life goal is to make uh his own dating sim game. Okay. And as the story progresses you find you find out that he's he's like trying to get certain people to help him make the game and you realize like these people that he knows are not just average people they're um one of them makes is already like they're all in high school but one of them is already famous for for writing manga like they're, they're huge she makes like or it's, it's a female and she makes um like the love stories essentially okay. and she's she's so she doesn't tell anyone but he knows because of childhood uh, things which the the as the movie as the show progresses it it depicts and then the other one is famous for drawing manga and they're also famous but no one knows because it has their identity because they're only in high school so it'd be weird if everyone knew uh, and he also knows this person through history of childhood so there's this guy who in high in in high school as of current no one like he's whatever but he knows two of the most famous people. When it comes to the main industry. And he's like, can you help me make my game? And the story just progresses. And okay. you find out that each of these two people like this guy. Because in the beginning, the girl who drew, uh, she thought it was weird to draw this this kind of uh, stuff. Uh-huh. And he was like, no, this is really cool. And like he introduced her to all this stuff. And uh-huh. he's like, oh, my God. But later on, like she realizes, like if people find out about this, they'll, they'll think I'm a weird person, too. So she kind of cuts ties with him and all that. And then the other girl, it's a more right. recent, well, they, they meet more recently, but he's all, he's always been like, you know, if you create something that's you, like, don't ask for like help from someone that doesn't know anything. And so she starts falling in love with him. So she asks him like, is this story right? And he's like, don't ask me. I don't want to answer that. And she feels like that's where he's like, I don't like you essentially. Oh. And so it like, those are the moments, but like it's later in life for sure. them. Um, interesting. I don't know. And just, it's, it's interesting. Like, yeah. They've gotten to the point where like they're creating the game now, and it's it's got a good vibe. It's got good like. Uh, is it is it is it new or has it been around? 
It's been around. So the first season I saw was in 24, like it came out 2014. And then this second season, which I didn't know existed until I searched it, uh, was 2017. Okay. So, cool. uh, but that was really fun. I, I looked at, um, or there's two new I'm watching too that are currently ongoing. So it's only on the second. Hmm. Um, the first one is I would put, protect my daughter even from a demon lord i think and that's it's based in like is it a common that anime show names aren't like <laughs> well, just two words it's like it's a sentence and most of them are sentences okay um, it's just something i'm noticing like not so much like the dragon balls yeah. and the one pieces yeah. and those, but like when you go into the to the not the nitty gritty or like the but like when you're an avid fan and you're watching all the, these <laughs> other ones and you're seeing like the titles are like that one weekend when I was at summer camp is the name of the title. <laughs> yeah, I mean even uh, like Boku no Hero they or the uh, My Hero Academia. My Hero Academia it's it's longer than that. It's like there's oh the even actual longer. translation. Well, in Japanese it's like that's the shortened version. Uh-huh. I guess. Okay, but yeah the the actual <laughs> titles I think longer or something. Like that's that, interesting. So. Oh, it's just a funny um, thing. But yeah, I, I don't know. I've I've just. Getting a groove. Yeah, I've gotten in groove and I haven't been <laughs> playing anything at all. That, that, hey, sometimes you get that groove. <laughs> anime. <laughs> anime. That's what they need. They need to make an anime. A World of Warcraft? Exactly. I'm They're like, like BlizzCon, we have to. <laughs> That's our next Titan 2, essentially. Yeah. Um, cool. But uh, So I've been doing that. Um, what else? I wanted to watch um, that scary, suspenseful Midsummer. Midsummer. I didn't get, end up watching it. I watched anime. <laughs> Probably better. No, uh, my sister. Probably happier, I should say. It was my sister's. Well, it wasn't. Her 15th birthday already passed, but we ended up doing this weekend her uh, 15th, like, like Mexican quinceanera. Um, we ended up getting more stuff than we needed. <laughs> there, uh, we have like a ton of leftover beer, so if anyone wants some, just let me know. Comic-Con. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, no, it was, it was funny. Like, cool. uh, had the photographers who were there for pictures. Yeah. Um, yeah, good time. I mean, nice. meeting family members you haven't seen in a long time. So but nothing much after that. What are you up to? Some crazy stuff. I'm trying to remember the, besides the big event that happened, <laughs> didn't watch anything. No, no more Stranger Things. So I downloaded Stranger Things. I'm going to watch it. I know oh, I'm going to watch it on comic-con wine line waiting so oh. i'm prepared i'm fucking prepared we will finish stranger things <laughs> for sure <laughs> it's like <laughs> don't believe <it>. um <laughs> resident evil 4 yeah. i'm thinking what, is, what are you going for right now with it so i'm trying to beat it to get every unlockable okay so i'm on the last it on your stream i'm on the last run Okay. And it's hard. I don't remember why it's so fucking difficult. I thought is it because of just everything hits like a tank or yeah, okay. hits harder. They're more aggressive. Okay. Like they just won't stop rushing. And so I randomly jump in your stream, and I thought it was a new game because I saw a person you're with have armor. Oh yeah, and I was like, what the f- <laughs> is this? Ghosts and goblins or whatever? Ghosts and ghouls? And then it's Mario Maker. And then you did a you you uh, you cut a clip where like you let this person get crushed. <laughs> nothing happened. Yeah, dude, she's invincible, dude. It <laughs> makes it it makes promote a little bit easier. Well, because you don't have, have to worry, worry about, about that person. Yeah. And also, she's like a target, so they can aggro after. Yeah, and just like, <clears throat> but it's still hard. Though. Yeah, it's still hard. But she can't. She literally just can't die. Pretty much. Nope. She can't die with that armor. That's because of the armor, and that's not a cheat code. That's just something you unlock. Yeah, you to unlock it's like a it. suit you unlock. Gotcha. 
I plan on doing a, a day, a two stream a day. I wanted two stream a day, two streams in a day. What do you mean? And then people, yeah, that's what my coworker told me. He's like, wait, how, how's that possible? I was like, well, I wake up early, stream for like two, three hours. And she just started laughing. Like, you wake up early? Like, ah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I know, right? I was like, but, but yeah, um, two different games. Uh, I want to do that's So, Moon Moon Owl is a big streamer. He's like fifth, dude. Oh, yeah, I know Moon Moon. He does Mario Maker Mario a lot, right? Yeah. He's fifth. But the way he grew, when I went to TwitchCon, he wasn't as big as he was, but uh. he did a two stream per day. Okay. So, I want to test it. I'm going to do it for is he Is he down to just one stream now? He's astounded to do one. He just he does multiple streams. I've noticed he does two or three a day. Like he'll just yeah. I saw it. something one day where he's like, "All right, we're gonna do like we did our morning stream, took a break during the day, came back for an evening stream." Yeah, I mean that's it. But he was doing that when he had a full time job. That okay. was just crazy. Um, I tried it. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna survive, dude. Dude, I, it's I would an experience because I would go in the morning to like the gym. I would wake up at yeah. five, and I was like, you know what? Let me try doing streaming. And you could you could see I was tired. Like I would wash my face, I would take showers in the morning, and I would get in front of the camera, and you can see my like eyes just like dead. And I'm like, I can't look happy this early in the morning. Dead babe. cells. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dead cells. So I gave up on that. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna try it. I'm okay. Thinking. <sighs> Breath of the Wild. I think. I think. I don't know. I don't know yet. I'm not. What if you did? Do you feel like something more? Like intense would be better for morning, or or something more relaxing would be better for morning. Ooh, like if, for instance, question. if you did like Tetris, would that wake you up? Mm. A game that would like it won't wake me up, but I mean, would there be a game that would like? I think I think the morning stream should be more intense than the night stream. Okay, because night stream is I noticed the viewers are East Coast, which is weird. There's not a lot of West yeah, Coast late too. It's yeah, like three in the morning late. for them. But yeah, it's like college kids. Um, Tetris ninety nine. Got your got sl- your Splatoon. Splat. Fuck man, I feel like I play like I'm in slow motion. Like when I was playing, I was like, dude, I'm just I feel sluggish. I don't yeah. feel right. I and was so I was playing with the the SNES controller. I was like, you know what, I'm gonna try it out with this to see how it feels. And like either that or just how I was playing, I felt like I'm like I feel like I'm going at like half speed. What? Why? Like I can't. Would you think it's the skin? I don't think so. I think it was just my response. Like I was yeah. playing, I was playing tired, but there was just something. I'm like, I couldn't get myself out of that. Mm-hmm. Like, it felt like you're like trudging through water mm-hmm. trying to run. Did you get your? You so say you got the skin? Got the skin. Huh? Um, got third place. But fuck, man, it's hard. There's too many killers now, dude. Yeah, there's some like, like they they got the strats down. <laughs> yeah. They get the badges and then they fucking go for the throat. So when you subbed to me, I, that was the one I was supposed to win, and I fucked you it up. Fucked him up. I fucked it up. He's like, "Oh, cool, Marvel. Six, no man." Six KOs, <laughs> and I was like, "Dude, okay, this is because you need to have. I feel like you need to have two KOs at least when you get to the final round. Yeah. If you don't have two KOs, you're kind of fucked. Yeah, you're fighting. So what do the battle. what do the KOs do? They make it so when you send blocks, you it, it like it gives you even more to gotcha. dump on them. Okay. So it's almost impossible to come back when someone's got six badges and they dump a full tetris on you and you're like what the fuck eight eight rows of blocks versus like if someone doesn't have any badges and it's the end they just drop like three or four on you and you're like man return fire (laughs) yeah that make that can make a difference gotcha i'm gonna play uncharted 4 it's finally happening 
Is that the morning stream? You should do it in the morning. No, no, that's a night stream. When you're tired as shit, you no, can't read. That's a night stream. I, dude, I don't know. See, I'm torn. I what morning stream where he just literally dies every five seconds. I remember doing a kill count for you one stream. I want to do a morning stream where it's like games that are not streamable. Stardew Valley, Mass Effect. Oh, okay. like like games that are not streamable. But then, Why what's the point? Because Girlfriend like, Reviews is doing Mass Effect right now. Right, but like. I think when you're so if you do everything like if you you're, if you're like a completionist, I yeah. think it's a very boring game to watch. But if you like just go straight to the sure. you, okay. the you know right. the important and I, at least when they make the video, they're not going to show all the boring parts. Right, right. But when I'm watching them stream, yeah. they're going through. But all they the have dark. banter. Like, yeah, they I do. mean, they're, they you know, it's they not do. just the gameplay that you're there for, you know. Yeah. And uh, I'm gearing up for Comic Con. So what do you what are you gearing up? For? Uh, just In like. What way? Looking at Any autographs. Any pro tips to anyone um, that is just coming because this episode comes out after? Send, okay, so pro tips, bring water. Or bottles. Yeah, bottles refill. because, yeah, there's stuff. You there's can like always, stations now. Yeah, That's a big, yes. they, they're doing more to support that. Comfortable shoes. Hell yeah. Comfortable clothes. Yeah. Um, snacks. Yeah. Uh, if you're waiting in line, hat. If you're waiting outside, yeah, yeah, yeah. hat for sure. Um, that covers your ears too because. Should, this should have been a top. <laughs> um, I'd like <clears throat> people who I want to meet signatures, so I'm getting like stuff ready. Uh, do you um, have a list of people in mind? I kind I made a <laughs> a rough. I made a spreadsheet at work. Really? <laughs> yeah. Excel with time. With time. Yep. Excel. <laughs> with times. Um, Are I, these people that you could realistically get a chance to see, or it's like fucking one in a million sort of thing? One is really hard. Frank Miller. I don't, I, they canceled his panel. They canceled his panel, but there are he, he's doing some signings at some booths, okay. so you have to go so there. So maybe. Um, that'll, yeah, that'll I don't know tough. how bad the Cuphead creators are going to be. That I think that'll be a tough one. So they're only giving out 400 tickets on Friday. So i got to get there Friday morning. After your morning stream? I feel like it's not hard, Cuphead, because it's so last minute and no one knows about it. Uh. <clears throat> But <laughs> the other guys are kind of easy to get. Actually, Joe Hill and um, Gabriel Rodriguez is going to be hard too. That's that's t- going to be a that's tough ticketed. One. I think of comic book related things, mm-hmm. that would be a hot one. I'm laughing when you get there and it's like completely end. Because like, yeah, when when we went to the <laughs> melt, melt was it Meltdown Comics in LA or yes. Midtown? I forget Meltdown. Meltdown. Fucking line around the block for Grant Morrison. Oh, when yeah, I was yeah. at Comic Con. Literally, he's people were standing in front of his to get to someone else. I was like, Grant Miller? but just to throw a counter, I did meet Grant Morrison at Meltdown, and no one was one person. Was another there. time, yeah, yeah. This is <laughs> after a hit or miss. This is, it's like, this is when like Trump won the election, and I don't know, maybe that just did not bring people out. <laughs> maybe people were just devastated, yeah. Um, and yeah, I got a gun pulled on me tonight, which Wait, is what? crazy. A real, a real gun. The guy shot in the air. I thought he shot my car. And it's, I don't want to get into details, but it was pretty much road rage. Damn. And I was like, holy shit. This is not the scariest thing I've ever experienced. It's like <laughs> the second or third. But it's still yeah, up yeah. there? It's it's up there. Dude, that's like you, you dropping an anvil on us, dude. It's like, what the hell? Yeah. So <laughs> that's like, it was nuts. Be careful out there. Yes, please. Oh, I'm glad please. you're okay. Yeah, very glad you're okay. But... The bright side content. <laughs> <laughs> now I know why Doctor Disrespect wears like a fucking. <laughs> but I mean, this is like another topic. Should I even go to the police? Because I don't remember jack shit. I just remember what he looks like, and that's it. And then yeah. don't know the car color, license plate. I mean, 
I think the most you could do is give a general like thing to watch out for, so maybe in the future they could prevent or like be on the lookout for stuff like that. But I don't know how you do that. Like, it's that is a tough thing just to like identify and you know with the few few things you know. Glad you're okay. But I'll make light of the situation always. (laughs) That's that's the way I cope with it. So I'll make I'll make fun. Better than than drinking. Water. Meanwhile, he's like, "This isn't water." <laughs> What's that movie with Denzel Washington where he's got like the vodka? He's the pilot. Man of oh, no, uh, flight. Flight. Yeah, flight. yeah. He's just like, <laughs> um, not as exciting as that, but um, I played a lot of Destiny. I got my moments for the shirt, so I got the shirt. But, but now need- I'm like four times from completing the whole seal, so. <laughs> I got some time. But the so biggest I'm, thing is the raid. The, right? Yeah, two yeah. of them are the raid. The other two, actually, one of them is actually more frustrating because no one is playing this game type. Like, I've tried looking at LFG. No one is playing this game. It's that Reckoning. Because this one, like, the level three version of it, the incentive was uh, the loot, RNG for the loot. Mm-hmm. But it's people found out that the most in desire loot is you can get from a level two version of this activity, which is easier, less frustrating, less room, uh, more room for error, and people just grind that for the loot. But you what I need the level three for is there's armor tied to each level of this. There's the level one armor, which is like a set, and when you get a set, it gives you a buff in another game type. And level. In order, one of the triumphs, one of the triumphs is win a game of Gambit, which is this, with the shirt I'm wearing, wearing a full set of the level three armor. So I just need that level three armor. That's the hard part of it, mm-hmm. is getting the level three armor. But to get a group to, to find, every time I look at LFG, I'm like, no one, fucking crickets over here. Like, there's nothing. So I'll, I'll hopefully find something. But that's my, I think that's a bigger roadblock than the raids, honestly. <laughs> um, Played Destiny, played some Mario Maker, played. I got my Splatfest um, sp- uh, stuff. I actually, I'm gonna try because during Comic Con weekend, um, I'm gonna be coming back home a little bit early. But uh, Splatfest is that weekend too, um, the final Splatfest for Splatoon two, and it's Chaos versus Order is the is the subject. And I was like, oh shit, little finger. Chaos is a ladder. Yeah. Um, we'll see if I get to play that or not. And then playing a lot of Pokemon Go. Hopefully play some at Comic-Con. That's one of my favorite things is to play Pokemon at Comic-Con. Do you think they have the unknowns? Maybe. They might. They're, they're, they just updated some stuff that looks like it could have an event. I hope. Maybe. We'll see. They actually just had a random collab event with One Piece. Speaking of anime. They're going to have Pikachus with straw hats on. Oh, nice. I was like, that's pretty cool. I guess it's the 22nd year uh, birthday Shonen? of One Piece. Oh, okay. And so they're doing like on June tw- on July twenty second, they're gonna. Release. And I think I think the anime is still going. Yeah. God damn. Yeah, there's like new movies and shit coming out. <laughs> um, and then the, the the crazy thing was, I went to an industrial goth club, <laughs> and now you're goth. Fuck, man, that was the weirdest. <laughs> fucking night ever <laughs> it was cool i wore these i had just cut my hair so i had like this like sort of buzzed hair and then these glasses i was like i look like a, a belong hunk in like a euro underground like yeah, you, club. You just need the coat dude i had like a black shirt <laughs> my friends were trying to convince me they were like we need to get you clothes for this because they were like dress code is enforced yeah 
and we went to Hot Topic and Spencer's. And I almost got a fishnet shirt. I was like, nah, all my Chester's just going to be like, it's going to look awkward. Um, so I just went with like a Gengar shirt. I'm like, this is fucking, I get there. There's a guy, there's an Asian guy with like this, uh, what do they call those? Like um, those, those old fashioned like newspaper boy ca- caps. Oh yeah. Yeah. The, the spoofy, it's monkey. It's like it dips forward. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's wearing a white polo what and the? like golf pants. What and this f- guy was going hardcore dancing, but like he walks in, he's like, he's anti anti. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? A, a Mountie showed up. I don't know. Like you know the Canadian uh, Rangers oh, yeah. with the ha- full Mountie outfit. He's just like, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, was like, I thought Christmas just Four was Mortal Kombat characters. I think maybe. When I was scared, I just put my glasses on. I was like, I'm hiding. Because <laughs> like, like, half the people disappeared when I put the glasses on at night. And then there was like people with like uh, metal grinders to going to the music on stage. like, And it's just making sparks? Sparks. And then people were dancing in front of it. I was like. Wow. And then at one point, they start pointing the sparks into their face. Oh, shit. They're like. I was like. Nightmare. <laughs> Nightmare. <laughs> But they actually played music I know. Like I, it wasn't like metal screamer. Yeah. It was more techno, house like yeah. kind of music. I was like, I know this music. What the fuck? <laughs> they played like some weird Doctor Who remix. Oh, that's funny. Um, and then oh, this is the funny part. So it was like ten dollars tickets to get in. It's in honey, uh, like down like near L.A. Yeah. area. Um, and um, we go and it, it's this like building that was like re- refitted so I, it wasn't cramped i was expecting cramped so then they're like oh vip lounge for like an extra five bucks you get in early you get access to this vip lounge which is like you get private area for drinks and then we went and we're like all right cool we get early we got in and like the stairs the the arrow points down so it's like all right cool we immediately enter what looks like an el torito style like family restaurant and the people in there are from that restaurant. They're not from this club. Yeah. It was like a shared space. Uh, sure. And so, like, the table they had was on the opposite end. And we're walking by all these people. Who are normal. Who are just normie families. <laughs> and, like, we're in full, like, attire. Like, I'm the most mild. But, like, my friends weren't. And it was, I was like, this just this keeps getting weirder and fucking weirder. And then we go back up. And then all of a sudden, the other VIP area was where people could, like, do, like, crazy kinky crazy shit and i was like watching people do that i was like and then you realize there's no reason there too <laughs> no that one, that one but there was furries there there's a chick with a tail i was like okay they grew on you huh i was like bargain <laughs> um that was experience um I'm glad so that's had- the weirdest experience you've ever had i mean it was the weirdest combination of things i'd seen in his space. I think that should be a topic. Because I got one fucking weird as fuck. Soon to be a YouTube video. Though I forever say. Weirdest experience. Real Just life. be careful of the terminology you use. Because they'll be after you after. With the guns. There <laughs> <laughs> for nothing. If you want to keep joking about that. <laughs> yeah, it's one of our fans. That's what it was. Um, yeah, I mean, just it was like I didn't like I was like, OK, I'm going and expecting one thing. And I saw eight other things at the same place, like the Mountie, the golf right. guy, the fucking El Torito bar. 
I just th- I just think like the the golf the golf, the golf guy. The, the, I have the, a video of him. It is the funny because like the video starts. I was like, I'm just gonna take a video of him with the with just because of his clothes. Yeah, and it just kind of like sways, and then like the music keeps like. It's like the Matrix, like yeah. at the beginning when Trinity meets Neo, and like all of a sudden he's just he's like, he just like goes from corner to corner. Like I was like, what the fuck? He just flipped the switch. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that that's was uh, that was wild. Um, yeah, that's it. Let's keep them on, dude. You look good. It's hot. <laughs> Red pill, blue pill, <laughs> all the pills, bro. <laughs> At the party, I'm assuming. <laughs> I got home. I'm like, I can't sleep. I saw too many things. I'm playing Destiny. <laughs> um, all right, you guys want to get in topics? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Jen, you want to start? Okay. Um, it's just because I have the t- episode title this one. Top three gaming intros. It could be cinematic. It could okay. be gameplay or whatever. Okay. Shit, I'm not even prepared for my topic. I have two out of three. Okay, so I got I got a few. I wrote these down. Um, so one of the ones that was memorable to me. I was trying to think of ones that like were different or like e- like get you into the mode that weren't in a traditional way. And one of them that came to mind was Arkham Asylum, because the whole thing starts off like it's an episode of Batman. Where you're like in the you're you're in the the, the Batmobile, yes. Joker's with you. You've dropped him off at Arkham, and you're just walking through with him, mm-hmm. and as he's like being Hannibal Lecter style, like locked away, and then shit goes south, and next thing you know, the game starts, and that's like the premise. And I thought it was such a cool like just ease, and it's like so familiar but so new at the same time because it has Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill, which yeah. are like the animated voice actors, and yeah, I just was like, I'm in. Let's <laughs> fucking go. Like this is awesome. That's one of the ones I have. So for mine, it it probably has to be because this is like, I would say one of my first RPGs, uh, Final Fantasy. Which Final? The seven. first one. Oh, seven. Okay. Seven. So that's the one where it starts out with like the whole, it, it's it's taking a picture. It's like a, um, uh, panoramic or like an up sh- upward shot of the whole city, which I already forgot the name of the city, um, and then it kind of zooms in like. And the whole time it's like cutting to the train, which is like the main focus of this of this shot. So showing the city shows the train, goes back to the city, shows the train. And then eventually you see like it gets the train, it stops the train. And then that's where um, Cloud hops out and it shows like everything that's going on. It kind of just turns into that moment, that mode where you you're playing the character now. And I I love like that, that little like transition, yeah, that transition, because it's using the same graphics of the game, which weren't aren't that great. At the time, more um, at the time, yeah. yeah. So they're they're going to be remade, uh, or it's being remade, remastered, whatever you want to call it. Uh, <laughs> but that was like I remember just playing that game in that intro, like because I would play the game over and over and over. I would never beat it. Like I mean, I've beaten the game, but whenever I would replay it, I'd always replay that beginning part, and I'd always that's something that just like stuck with me. So I really like that intro. That's one of mine. Mine is also a Final Fantasy, but it's Final mm-hmm. Fantasy Eight. Mm-hmm. I so, I like the way it's cut. It's Can when you, you look at it, it, it's very it's so it shows like a beach and then it just like words come like ah, I want to say dreams will be dreams. I don't know. Okay. It's weird. And then you see like the main character and then you see the love interest and then you see the the bad bad guy. And then um it's just like there's all these quick cuts. It reminds me of a John Woo movie. There's like birds flying, and all of a sudden, like you see the gun blade for the first time. You're like, oh shit. And you see the main character in the the bad guy just in this fucking battle, dude. While well, is music playing? Yeah, while well, this like dramatic. Okay. Oh, 
like this opera. It's just like fucking epic, dude. And then you see how he gets his scar, and they both give each other scars, pretty much. So oh, so, th- so is this all like actual things that have, that happened leading up to the the start of the thing? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I thought it was sort of like a music video-y, like it means it's symbolic or something. Yeah, I don't know. It's just the music. Music and the cut cuts made it really like epic. Like, and it would get like more frenetic. Yeah. And then Final Fantasy VIII. Um, I'll give another one. Um, To go more in the vein of what you just said, WCW NWO Revenge. That's a wrestling game for those that don't know. What it what blew my and it's still to this day one of my favorite like intro like right before the start button it's like I'm like don't skip it and what it is is it's like it's first it's it looks like it's not like anything it just looks like it's a a, a cinematic you're like mm-hmm. okay what is this and it's it's rain it's like a, a freeway in the middle of nowhere and it, you hear like a semi truck and all of a sudden like thunders crashing. And all of a sudden, you see an, a silhouette. It's like the, the the it's going over hills, going over hills, and it, it goes to close up of like the f- like up front of it coming the the semi truck coming towards the camera, and the in the lightning and everything. All of a sudden, uh, a shadow shows up, and it's like a trench coat, looks like the crow. He's got a bat. And all of a sudden, you hear like the semi truck screeching to a halt, and he's like, "What?" And you see it pan up, and you see Sting, the fa- a famous wrestler's face, and all he's like, "What?" And all of a sudden, a heartbeat starts goes like, Dong. and then like this rocks like, and it goes into like a music video from that point. And I'm like, it gets very rock intensive <laughs> and montage of all these wrestlers. But meanwhile, like what was weird, like when I think back to it, it's doing a montage of all these wrestling. You're like, okay, fine, whatever. This is gate video gaming. But it keeps going back to Sting, and then it starts showing Hulk Hogan as like this like opposing force, and it's almost like. I don't know, myth, like not mythical, but like it's sort of like got that epic feel to it. Like what you were saying, where it's like he's this one force of rock and he's this one force of like dooming. Like you got Hulk and Sting. And at the end of it, it just shows them facing off. And then it goes to like Titan Tron, press start to begin. I'm like, <laughs> I'm fucking ready to wrestle, dude. Like it gets me so high. Gotcha, man. Yeah, I love this song they play too. <laughs> Mine is, uh, I believe it's Borderlands 2. Um, it's got the train. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that two or is that one? I can't remember. I think that's two because one had the car. I thought but one. In, so I don't remember if it, if two has the the train and a car. Like they're kind of like fighting it out, and then the on the train that's got the 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 psychos that are playing music on top of the with train. the music. Yeah, with the music. But I feel like they're also kind of racing a car at the same time. On I that think one. that's two. Yeah, and dude, the song from two was the one I remember more. Yeah. Like ain't no like I yeah, forget exactly. what it's so I love like all the small one. things that's that are happening one. as as the intro is coming on. Oh man, that's such a good one. And they do such a good job, not just with the intro, but also with boss intros. Like it's consistent throughout the game because like every time a boss is like, "Hey, fucking shit, bullshit," and then, <laughs> it tells you <laughs> the name, the title of the guy. Fucking <laughs> yeah, they, I like that style. It's good. Mine is from a guy. Hopefully, I'll meet at Comic Con this week. Kojima Hentai Hideo Kojima, um, Metal Gear Solid Two. The oh. very the intro. So it shows yeah. like snake, it's raining. Yeah. And then you just he's in his invisible suit and all of a sudden he just takes off his trench coat and you just see him running like on a bridge and then he like jumps onto the tanker or the, the ship. It's like and then like the music is like dun 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 I think the, com- the composer, I think he did the 
The Rock? The movie The Rock? Oh, I'm not sure. It, yeah, he did The Rock, and he did another big film, Enemy of the State. So they got yeah. the... Yeah, they got... That fits very much in the tone of, of Metal Gear Solid 2. Um, okay, I'll go with another one. It's a tie. Uncharted 2 and Uncharted 3. Mm. I thought they both... Really? I think Uncharted... Oh, no, no, no. You're right, you're right, you're right. Two was the train. Yeah, three's the kid. Young Drake, right? No, no, no. no? Three's the casino. Not casino, but like it's a it's a restaurant. There's like a the, the bar oh, fight. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I thought both of those... Both of them are very much like Indiana Jones vibe to me. And like they capture that essence of like, holy shit, like what the fuck ju- is about to happen or just happen. It kind of gets you right in the midst of it and then you just gets going. And, and it's funny because the dialogue that goes along with it just keeps adding to it. Like something Naughty Dog just does so well. According to J.J. Abrams, that's the best video game intro he's ever seen. Uh, Uncharted 2. 2? Yeah, the train. Oh, my God. You wake that- up and you're like, huh? And you're like hanging sideways, like oh. That was like, how do you raise the stakes from one? Which was one at the time. I think when it first came out, wasn't as known until later when the other ones came. Out. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, mine would be World of Warcraft, like the very original. Which oh, the fucking cinematics. Yeah, dude. which they. I mean, all their cinematics. You should are just amazing. say Blizzard. <laughs> Blizzard. Boom. Done. <laughs> Drop. No, but like they've been. So they're obviously they're re-releasing. Uh, the original World of Warcraft, oh, right. they're calling it like, you know, World of Warcraft classic. Um, and so with that entails the original cinematic where it just shows like it shows different scenes, like yeah. different cities. But one of them, like the main one that's always huge is it shows uh, a dwarven uh, hunter yeah. with his pet in the snow. In the snow. Oh, my gosh. I always is. remember that one. And it always looks so And he like good. looks off in the fucking yeah. burger. I'm like, this game <laughs> is vast. Like it's yeah, dude. And it's funny is like when they made so they came out with the the World of Warcraft movie, um, oh, which yeah. I was like, dude, they make fantastic cinematic. And the movie, like, it looks beautiful. Yeah. And I I don't know if they plan to make more, but it didn't do well, so I don't know. I mean, I know, but it, I it, really want to know. I think maybe yeah. I what I want to know is what did that movie cost, and what would have been projected cost if they did all of like whatever their cinematics are, but like a full feature length film in that style. Yeah. Like, what would have the cost been for both? And is it, like, how different would that have been? Because I would think that people would have loved to see a full movie. Did you have a Blizzard? Oh, my God, dude. They kill it on all their cinematics. See, they got they got. Uh, they could Starcraft. do a cinematic they of, got... like, a guy, like an orc epically taking a shit in a stall while Diablo, like, walks by in, a grocery in, store. In pitch black. While someone in walks black. in. And I'm like, this black. is fucking gold. It's like... <laughs> um, yeah. This just came to me. <laughs> There's a dog that's naughty. Mm. The last one. Yeah, I was waiting for you to say this. <laughs> Talk about a. I can't. That's like the up of yeah. video games. That intro, just so much gravitas. I wonder what the they're like. We want up for this game. Say <laughs> like, no fuck more. Fuck up. But that I would say that's an intro that you pretty much kind of played. No. Like yeah, you play that, yeah. but like it sets. It oh sets yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. There's no like what I like about that is there's no like you can't change like you can't change the outcome. There's no yeah like because after that game starts, I feel like there's paths you can take. There's different things that can happen. Uh, I mean, it's still linear in a sense, but there's different outcomes at the end of like how you got to the. End. I don't know. It's yeah, that's a very <laughs> it's a very important 
that part is very important because it shows you how he reacts to El Ellie. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, man. That's a, such a good one. Well, like, I think of that as a setup for Joel, but then there's the part where you take see things from L's perspective and then and then they meet. That's interesting. It's kind of it makes me think of the same way you brought up Borderlands, where mm-hmm. it like it gives you the tone of this game. Like it's very much like yeah. I know I'm in for the, a ride, whatever that ride is. Definitely. I'm gonna go with God of War. And I'm going to talk about the, the more so the intro fight. Like, that was the tone of that game. It's like, okay, we got the cinematic feel. We got that it's, like, one shot. And, like, this, the oh, no. Actually, even from the get-go, like, where the, the, the game starts where, like, the tree's there. And you're standing next to it. And all of a sudden, the game starts. And it literally just has him, that camera panning around him. And it's like, oh. Oh, it's not cutting to a different screen and then loading. It, this is the screen. And then the fucking god like Dragon Ball Z fight he has at the beginning, I'm like, oh fuck! Like <laughs> every God of War game, the first boss battle just fucking amazing, and then it just goes downhill. <laughs> I mean, every boss battle in the beginning, you need to play this fucking game. It's fucking good. I still want you to play this. <laughs> every boss battle is good. In Valkyries, the beginning dude. boss boss. Battle. Sorry, I need to know it's Valkyries. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll come back to it in the morning stream. Yeah. Yeah. There you <laughs> go. Did you ever finish Doom? Yeah. Did you ever finish Wolfenstein? Yeah. Did you ever finish Did L.A. Noire? Did you ever finish L.A. Noire? No. <laughs> Did you ever finish Grand Theft Auto Vice City? Nope. Broken, Did you, pro- did you, broken ever, promises, did you have a dream? Broken promises, broken dreams. That's my stream, dude. Have you ever had a dream? Do you have any more? I have no more. Honorable mm. mention, I can't think. There was Final Fantasy VI. Mm-hmm. Um... I got one. one. Dude, my I mean my biggest one is Final Fantasy X. Quake Quake Two. Um Trent Reznor. Uh there's a scene where like so you're in a spaceship, fucking it's crashing, you had to land on uh I think it's Mars. I'm not but you had to land on a planet. Mm-hmm. And there's a scene where you're like and then Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails is playing it's made the soundtrack. There's a scene where you're like, Oh, we're gonna get, we're gonna hit. Goes, oh, oh. There's this cool scene where the spaceship like Straight sideways and the music stopped and you just it's like, that's that music cool. that game had good music. That's cool. Um, I got two honorable mentions. One, I'm gonna lump this together. Mass Effect two and three. Mm-hmm. Two was cool because like it. One is such like an epic. And you're like, okay, what, what are they gonna do with two? And two kind of had a similar vibe, but not as strong as Uncharted two, where it just starts things off on such a low point and then it picks things up. Um, and then three was just like shits hit the fan and you're like, okay, we're in the end game now. Yeah. So it was sort of like end game. We're like, oh fuck. Um, and the last thing I wanted to say was fallout three, the intro. To that. Oh yeah. I love like that whole beginning part just feels so like mild, but you're just doing the character creation. But then when the vault opens, like that was where I was like, oh shit. Like now the game has begun. It was like, that's where I felt credit. In New Vegas, it has a cinematic with like a, a sniper shot, right? I think in the beginning, I don't remember it. Uh, yeah, I can't remember it very. I well. just know that your memory is blank. Or yeah, you're trying to figure out who you are, but yeah, yeah. And mine, the reason my the Final Fantasy one is cinema is uh, a mention is because I don't think it's the actual intro. I, I don't remember the actual intro of the game, but the cinematic that I remember the most is once you actually get moved over to the different area that you're supposed to start the game. Um, you have to do, or is it the beginning of the game? It is the beginning of the game. Um. Y- <sighs> Because you're a famous Blitzball player, 
And so you go to the match that you're supposed to go to. And then when you get there, it starts the whole cinematic of like the the arena being filled with water. Mm. And you're just like hiding somewhere because you're like in the aqueducts or whatever because you don't want to like be around all the people that are there because you're kind of famous. And just that whole shot. Like I, it looks terrible when you re- like look at it now. But I remember when I first played this game, I was like, dude, my eyes were glowing. Like <laughs> I was like, this is amazing. And I, I can't wait to see what technology does with how far you can go with these cinematics. You'll be in Blitzball VR. <laughs> All right. Next topic. Which will be mine? Sure. So mine was, it's a simple one today. <laughs> um, so since I've been on the like an anime spike here, uh, I wanted to bring up uh, Avatar The Last Airbender and see if you guys... So it, there's four elements or four like you know uh, controllable elements in the in the whole anime. Uh, we've got earth, water, fire, and air. And my question to you guys is, what out of those four elements would you guys choose as an ability if we were in the world of Avatar: The Last Airbender? I don't know if you guys want to start. I feel like that start. last part changes my answer. Oh well, okay. If then I'll, that's, I'll, no, that's fine. No, no, no. I, no. no. Well, I, I I say in the world of Avatar, but like because like we airbenders are rare. Right. I feel like if I was an airbender, then every, all the attention would be on. Like I'm thinking in that context. Gotcha, gotcha. If I was a firebender, I'd be like, "Fuck, I'm with." Are we the baddies? <laughs> but like, you're re- you're referring <laughs> to uh, when I say you're referring to when I said um, uh, in the world of Avatar: The Last Airbender. Or yes. okay. So when I say that, I mean because that's where I feel like we could have the powers. But sure. No, it, it, I'm not questioning. I'm not saying criticizing the question. It just my initial thought when you briefed us mm-hmm, was mm-hmm. just having the powers. Now gotcha. I'm like, I have these powers in that place. Gotcha. I'm like, I feel like my answer might differ because of that. Right. And right. That's that's an interesting way to look at it. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, I don't. I gotta think an extra second on that one. <laughs> well, I can. I can start. Okay. Um. So I, I mean, it. I feel like this is a tough decision. Uh, there's different things you can do. Um, I think ultimately I would choose Earth oh. as my ability, um, and I think it's because of the uh, the the Earth bending character, one of the main characters in the. I forget their name. Ta- Tao. Um, I the forgot. The, yeah, the girl, the the blind one. Um, uh, either way, yeah. like like the fact that she can like. She uses the like vibrations in Earth to be able to see. Like I think that's just a, it's a cool thing. It reminds me of like you know like ninja type abilities essentially. Um, and then gets so uh, uh, proficient in that ability that she can um, start bending metal. Yeah, you know, metal like, bending, bro. That's that's advanced, really cool. Advanced classes on that. Advanced. I mean, but like water bending's got some pretty cool advanced ones too. Water bending is scary. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I mean, Earth, dude, that's just such a cool thing. Because you can, like, I could build my own home. Just, like, you know, just cause it to just come up and stuff like that. Different things. Move clear lands that I need to. Like, you're in my way. (laughs) Move it out of the way. (laughs) I felt like, though, the the Earth tribes were very rigid. I mean, there was a lot of uh, characteristics they share with their abilities. Yeah. Part of it was their society was very rigid. And wouldn't adapt or change too much because of like changing times. Yeah. And so I feel like that might be something in the back of my head all the time. Like if and they had a very like big class system thing. I if I remember correctly, like if you're a lowborn, you're lowborn. If you're highborn, you're highborn. 
And Serbia were trying to break that, but like that was always like the one thing. Because I love the earthbending for all those same reasons. But when I was thinking about their place that yeah. they lived, I was like, man, as long as I, I don't have to deal with the politics, I think I'd be okay. Because they have the secret police too. Yeah. That Those people scared the shit out of me. <laughs> like you would just be like, you're, you're gone. We're, we're going to make you disappear. <laughs> like, oh, fuck. I've never seen the show. But uh, I'm gonna pick water. I mean, you, it's. E- I feel like yeah. it's easy enough to understand the ability. Bruce Lee, you know, uh, be like, like, water. Be like water. Very destructive, but also can give life. So, just to explain why I feel like water bending is so destructive, is the whole concept that we have like water inside our bodies. Mm. So, there are certain characters that get so proficient. Women characters. <laughs> once, that one time a month. They have the ability to so control blood. So supposedly, when it's like a, a full red moon, <laughs> is when, is when like these characters can get their full abilities. But the, later on, I th- actually I think it's in Korra, uh, we find that there's a character who can do it at any moment and any given time. They can control people because they can control the, the, the water that's in the blood. Essentially, the the content. Of it water makes me think the, of Magneto in X Men uh, Two, where the, he makes the, they give the guy too much iron and then he just can control mm, yeah. him like. Imagine that, but you didn't have to do that with the iron. <laughs> Fuck. That's crazy. But yeah, they, essentially they call it bloodbending, uh, which is, an Ill- I mean, it's an illegal practice, but I think at the time, like, didn't realize, like, anyone would ever get the ability ever again. Mm. Um, Very few, yeah. Yeah. And then, even then, certain people can only do it when, like, the moon's out, because that's when they're strongest for water bending. But the, the, what was also cool with, with the water bending was, like, is water, ice, vapors, moisture. So, like, you can condense it. You can, like, the really cool, like powerful ones could like manipulate water in all its states. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, that's pretty crazy. Like you can make fog all of a sudden, just mist it up. Um, I think I could go air. I like flying. I like just being able to like not have to worry about traffic. Like France, the hoverboard guy. I mean, I can't fly, but I can just make the dirt move me. Sure, but look, think of all the fucking. I can make it toss me, and then I just like have a landing spot for my son. Fair, okay, fine. <laughs> make quicksand or something. But then you could just like float. You just like, <laughs> I'd be like a squirrel. I like. I always liked Aang's uh, little um, wing suit thing. I don't know. Airbending was always cool to me. I, but I like whenever people ask me, I think of it the same way. Whenever people ask me, like, if you had an ability, what would you like? Flight, strength, this that. Flight was always one that was always. You should, you should watch Shazam. <laughs> he gets asked. <laughs> Would you rather choose flight or invisibility? Flight. Yeah. Well, he chooses something else. So. Woo! <laughs> you know, that's still not in Redbox. Shazam? That intro is fucking good. St- still, to me, it stands out. Next like, topic. World <laughs> best movie intros. Yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, that intro world building, fucking good. So good. I don't know. I feel like it, there, it wasn't that great to me, but Damn. that's my opinion. I guess I got to see this movie. It's better than Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Is it better than Midsommar? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a quick question. Mm-hmm. Not a quick answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, airbending. Yeah. I, I like it. But again, thinking of the context of it, at least in Avatar, it it's it was just like if they saw you bend airbending, they were like, you were ostracized, you were isolated, you were like, you were extinct pretty yeah. much. And so I'd be like, man, I wouldn't have anyone to share this with or, you know, be around. But at the same time, I'd be like, I'd be unique and I can kind of like do my own thing. So <laughs> it's a give or take depending on how I wanted to. And also, um, fucking the, the air bisons. Oh yeah. Dude. Like if I, if that comes with it, yeah, easy. 
<laughs> Alpha, the best. <laughs> yeah, the dude, that's one of the best things, I think, is that animal, specifically Appa. They had cool creatures uh, in that. Yeah, for sure. But that, I think that does it for my topic. It's a quick one. Speedrun topic. Speedrun. Right <laughs> <laughs> All right, my topic, uh, just in the vein of conventions. Mm-hmm. Uh, we kind of touched on this last week after the show. We were talking about like where conventions should be held. If they did, if they were held in other locations, would it be better or worse? And so I thought I'd make that topic of thinking of some of the made the conventions you frequent or you, you've gone to in your past, um, and you could decide to relocate them to another convention center, another city, another state that you think would be better suited for the convention or something like that. Um, I, what would you do and why? Um, just to quickly give you an idea of like some conventions that could be on brought up. I don't know if you already have some in mind. PAX, Comic-Con, Anime Expo, BlizzCon, QuakeCon, WonderCon, E3, TwitchCon, VidCon. Those are some of the ones. Like there's some that are like LA Kamikaze. It's like that's an LA convention because it's uh, Long Beach Comic-Con. Like those are unique to like but some of these other ones are like arbitrary to wherever they're at. Um, open the floor to you guys. So I have to start out with saying I'm not very well versed in locations. Uh, I only know most of Southern California. Sure. And then specifically one in Washington. Um, and so thinking about it that way, I would actually like to try to see Anime Expo in Washington. State? No, where uh, um, yeah, where we were at the Seattle. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, what was it? The, that was the, just the Seattle, Seattle convention. Yeah. Um, because dude, there's just there's hotels on hotels on hotels. Like there is. That's true. They <laughs> there is enough to compensate everyone to stay somewhere. Okay. Um, and I think that's one of the biggest things is especially for anime expo is like I feel like it's not just to say that it's exclusive this this comic con or uh, this ex uh convention, but. I feel like a lot of people tend to come with, you know, obviously like they won't come with one set of a, of cosplay. Like they right. come with like three different, you know, four different. It's very ones. cosplay centric. Exactly. Every day they'll come with like a different costume, so they have to carry all that to them. And if they're, you know, coming from out of state, um, I don't. I mean, I just feel like L.A. terrible spot for parking. Doesn't necessarily mean you need it. Like not everyone, you know, is going to have a car. Same thing. Like we like when we were in Washington. Uh, Seattle, we didn't have to have a car. We we walked usually most of the spots, um, but I feel like there was. It's a nice, close area where all the hotels are at. So like, it's just like enough room, enough mm. room to for people to stay in. You're not fighting over hotels like Comic Con specifically. Sure, you know where you have a raffle yeah. to try to get all this stuff, and on top of that, you have a raffle for parking, parking. apparently. Too. Yep. <laughs> also, everything's like. It's layered. Yeah. So you don't have to walk a lot. Yeah. You just take the escalator. Which was something to... like New York, dude. Yeah. I realized I'd walked everywhere there, dude. Like LA Convention Center, you just got to walk this long Working hallway. This side or that side. Yeah. yeah. For me, convenience, anime expo, close, spacious. Space is a fucking key part. I feel like San Diego is just too, like, cramped. It's just like, I feel San Diego's more packed than anime expo but anime expo is in la but i'm just saying i feel like anime anaheim has oh, probably the biggest anaheim. yeah anaheim oh, okay. has the biggest space okay. so i'm all about space so like i just don't want to feel fucking cramped <laughs> like 
I feel like LA convention is bigger though. No, really, the LA convention center capacity. Yeah, capacity wise, I think because of the layers, there's like the parking structure underneath it. There's the Staples Center next to it. There's the split hall that they have. They they have a weird space layout gotcha. of square footage um, that somehow makes it bigger. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I still don't believe it's bigger than Comic San Diego's, <laughs> but I guess I I. Thinking of that, I could be like, I can see it, I guess. It blows my mind. Yeah. But I think, yeah, the surrounding area doesn't feel as cramped. So you would put Anime Expo in Anaheim. Or count Comic Con. All the conventions in Anaheim. Oh, oh, you're just saying like that's so convenient. Those are all answers. And spacious. (laughs) Spacious is number one. Spacious is number one, though. (laughs) They're expanding or they're upgrading the Anaheim Convention Center. Really? Yeah, like they've been slowly like Where uh, will they expand? Uh, not expanding. Sorry, they've been upgrading it. Like they've, I don't know if they're like actually expanding. Yeah, but I was like, they're reconstructing they a lot of the the building that they okay. have. There. Which is where we, I've been to a couple conventions where they don't allocate all the space, wow. like PlayStation Experience. That theater, the auditorium area, that's t- perfect for like masquerade things. Um, so I had a few ideas with that. I was thinking with the Anime Expo. I'll, I'll bring that one up for instance. The two things that I thought were like key is Anime Expo tends to have a very big international audience, mm-hmm. and it tends to be very cosplay centric. So I think photo opportunities are important. So I was so thinking of here. I was thinking of that, but also space for that, like in tandem with that. So I say three things. So the places I was gonna put, if I were to take it out of LA and put it somewhere else, I had two places in mind. Okay. San Diego, because I feel like that open area all around the convention center, like by, behind it where people mm-hmm. like do Hall H lines, people could take all kinds of photos there. The, the downside is it does get cramped if you're trying to walk around and costume. Like that's the one thing about Comic-Con is that almost I rarely see half as much cosplay at Comic-Con um, as a result of how crowded it can yeah. be. So I would say maybe that hurts or helps it. But then the other place I was going to say was Vegas. I know Vegas is a huge convention center, and Comic Con is considered going, being like they got offers to go to Vegas, and there's tons of hotels. The only thing there for me is the heat. I feel like, but the you'd normally be inside. Yeah, that's the other thing. You could go through between all these conventions inside. They could be all kinds of parties at all the different hotels. My question is, I've so I've I've been to Las Vegas a lot, like um, specifically, you know, to because Las Vegas is a gambling. Um, I don't know if I've ever seen the actual convention. Is it on the strip or is it away from it's that? It's near it. Okay. I haven't been to it myself, okay. but I've I know CES is there. It's like a tech expo. Okay. And I've heard a lot of concerts are there and they're like this t- way more huge in. space. Yeah. And so I'm always like I guess like if they're <laughs> if they've renovated a lot of the hotel areas to yeah. work with that and make like a week of it, like that could be crazy for any of these larger ones. So I thought of like Vegas for both Anime Expo a little bit for Comic Con. I just don't want to see Comic Con go there. It's more personal bias. Yeah. But I thought another place, another convention that could do well at, or two conventions that could do well in Vegas are E3. A lot of press stuff. So you got a lot of hotel conference rooms and this and that. And QuakeCon, because that QuakeCon tends to be very indoor and gaming. And like they could just get like land, land rooms going like all across the place. So I was thinking of Vegas in that vein. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Anime Expo, Vegas and San Diego were. I think Anaheim would be good. I was just worried that the space would not be as much as LA's. Um, but 
Another thing for Vegas that gives it points is a lot of people internationally go to Vegas as well as LA. LA, that's why I feel like has a, a thing going for it. There is it's right by it's really close to the airport. Yeah. Um, do you guys have other conventions or cities um, or? Yeah, because again, I I don't have much. Would you knowledge. move like BlizzCon? Do you think that would be better suited anywhere else? Yeah, I'd move it to like Alaska. Oh, okay. I don't like Long Beach convention center i feel huh? it's too yeah i don't know it's like it's made for a certain convention yeah. which is long beach comic-con which is small i didn't twitch do theirs there once? i think so i'd be okay go? with it if they fucking well, opened all the sides yeah God damn it like they you limit, the back, like, yeah and you're just like I, I gotta walk all the way back around again yeah twitchcon it, there's not a lot of stuff so you, they don't need that much space oh really yeah, I had TwitchCon at both LA possibly because LA is such a hub for like so much creative, like all the sorts of Hollywoody stuff. And I also had it at Seattle because I felt like the the multi like PAX feels very twitchy in a lot of ways. Mm. There's a lot of streamers, content creators, and I feel like this would be another avenue for that. Um, I would move TwitchCon to Anaheim. <laughs> I'd move in if I yeah I would be the same way I'd move everything to Anaheim I love Anaheim <laughs> but I was trying to think of like if the, what would better suit certain conventions mm-hmm. and like E3 I feel like maybe LA is too much for it at this point because less if if the trend continues where less game studios go there um they could have us maybe a, a a different vibe at Anaheim and do something else but mm-hmm. I feel like the downside there. And maybe this might leverage to be something they could leverage. Be like, okay, EA and Microsoft and all these people want to do their events around E3, but not at E3. Well, now if they if E3 moves to Anaheim, it forces all these other companies' hands to be like, well, we can't be around them anymore. So maybe we won't get that like side crowd that yeah. they have. So I don't know, but I would definitely like to do Bethesda's thing and like all these other ones around Anaheim, <laughs> like around Disneyland area and stuff. So. That's the one thing I like about Comic Con is that they've taken advantage of the outside area, like to the max. Like they will close down streets and do that stuff. Oh yeah. So I I just, at least for me, I find it hard to be able to move Comic Con out. It's gotten it offers. I just I don't understand another area that could take it. Like Seattle comes to mind. The same way you brought up because they had they had like when we went there for PAX, like. There is a whole spot dedicated, and this was probably because it was rented by them, Fortnite. Yeah. Like, they had, like, a whole spot that made they made it seem kind of like a beachside area, you know, like a little hilltop, like, aiming downwards towards the TV. And then they had, like, freaking free burgers and ice cream, which was insane. I think because San Diego has so much of their downtown um, bar scene and, and nightlife right next to that convention center. It works so well. I don't think all of like when when we go to PAX late at night, a lot of the nearby stuff is shopping center malls, mm-hmm. and they're closed at like eight or nine. Yeah. So they don't like if that was down like the, all the bars and stuff. I feel like that might be another part of town, but like this is right next to it. And I was reading recently. I'm pulling up a, a tweet by San Diego's regional like Twitter account. They're saying this event brings in about 135 attendees to that convention by itself. And that's not including people that do the stuff outside, which is not, you don't need entry for. Mm-hmm. And roughly for the regional area, it generates about $149 million for the economy, for that just yeah, for whole that. area. Um, 
it does have you know parking restrictions, but then people take Ubers, Lyfts, and all this sorts of stuff. So there's all these like businesses surrounding like part of the city. I feel like LA gets a little bit of that, but like not to that same vibe. And that's why I'm like, there's just this chemistry that works well. With, that's uh, the thing though is I think the city of San Diego has taken advantage of this, like because yeah. they will close down streets. Like I can't see that happening in LA. I can't but, see it happening. But like Vegas, maybe like that could really like if people are like at a convention, they're like, I'm gonna go drink. And then like yeah, gamble. If it's as big as as the spot says, yeah, I don't even need it outside. <laughs> uh, but the thing is, a lot of the events, at least with Comic Con, I don't think obviously there there are things having to uh, to do with Comic Con. Yeah. I don't think they're there because it's not within Comic Con. It's it's all outside stuff. You don't need a badge. You don't need sure, a, you sure. know ticket to, to do a lot of the stuff on the outside. So I think it's just places taking advantage of the fact that they have all this extra room on the outside, yeah. uh, and they you know they open up to everyone, which I think yeah. is always really cool. Like there's just there's so much to do. Even if you can't attend Comic Con, you can go to San Diego on that day and enjoy a lot of the stuff there is to do outside. And I would argue for Anaheim's place that uh, something they should do is somehow Disney partners with them. I'm surprised Disney hasn't made any moves on them yet because they share so much close real estate that like. People would be like, oh, I'll go to Disneyland after or before, you know, WonderCon or something. Um, they could maybe like get prefer- like premiere stuff, activities done that are like Disney related. I do logistic wise. It's a lot, you know, to have. I mean, it like is that. already. I'm just saying like that way they like Disney has the money. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that's a, an issue. I just feel like it's more logistic. Like, like you said, maybe logistics of like how what they would do without like. Because they Disney has their own convention, yeah. So I don't know. Just a, a dialogue I wanted to have. Like, we things are the way they are, but like there was a year where WonderCon moved to LA, and I hate I didn't like that year, and then it went back the next year because yeah. Anaheim's convention center was under construction. They're like, we're gonna host it in LA, mm-hmm. but I really didn't like that year. I think possibly a lot of people didn't like it, but I think it's it's it builds that reputation of the location it's at. You know, it's but always like, been in LA or yeah. uh, sorry, in Anaheim. I just when when too many conventions ha- like I'm wondering if this would also happen if all of a sudden we moved every convention to Anaheim. Like Long Beach in LA, there when I go to like like let's say TwitchCon, um Long Beach Comic-Con and then like LA LA has LA Kamikaze, Anime E3, like when you go to enough of these things at the same convention store, I'm like, it's like it starts to feel all the same. And you're like, what's the difference? Like, we've talked about this. Like, it's felt like the last four conventions. Like, I didn't do anything different. I just walked around. And saw the you only show. go for the guests. No, that's like, me. That's me. Well, for me, like, I like the ambience of it. Like, that makes it unique. Mm-hmm. But, like, how, like if, if it, if every convention was then at Anaheim, then I'm like, I'm wondering, would I have that? Would I still feel as strongly as I do? Or would I be like, it's all the same now. Yeah, like I think we really enjoyed PAX because it was nowhere near where we're at. Yeah, it know? was a nice change of pace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same with Comic Con. It's like, oh, it's in San Diego. It's kind of a nice change of pace. It's like, it's just a tad bit further out than it might. <laughs> they do have a lot of options of like, okay, you could drive. You could, uh, I mean, people fly in from further away, but then you could take the train. I like the the accessibility. Like, you can't just take have a train drop you off next to LA. <laughs> the whole train well, came too. Like at the convention center? It's probably like five minutes walking. Oh, okay. But okay. Maybe I haven't explored it, but the area seems kind of sketchy. Yeah. I think that's where gun, I would. Guns pulled out. <laughs> I think I'd be worried. That I guess maybe it is there, but it's just I'd be worried of. Yeah. It the, is sketchy. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. That was my topic. Yeah. 
And we'll this one, little food for thought. <laughs> we'll think about it while we're there. Where do you, where do you guys think you guys or well, audience was? Where do you guys think? You know, if you guys listen to the podcast. Yeah, I'm curious what people enjoy because I know friends that don't even go to a lot of the conventions. We go to, like I rarely go to Animex, but I've only gone a handful of times. But then people love Animex, so. I but then other people go to like these like Anime LA or other ones where it's like hotel focused. Like, I want to go to a convention in Britain, England, because I heard when they line up, it's very organized. The queuing, it's called queuing, and they're very organized. It's not like a gaggle. I want to go to like if I went to a really different one, I'd want to go to the Tokyo Game Show. Yes, that one seems like it'd be or very different. Gamescom, yeah, Germany, Germany, yeah. I know the one place I haven't had issue with heat <laughs> is that I'm convinced. Oh, because yeah. <laughs> hey. it feels very well ventilated, or like it's air conditioned. But Comic Con's well ventilated. It's yeah. just usually because it's in the summer, the outside is so hot. Exactly, the onions. Um, on to, yeah. But I feel like LA Convention Center hasn't felt like because I went one time to to Anime Expo and I was like, it's fucking hot, whether I'm inside or outside. This is ridiculous, dude. <laughs> but you, do you guys see the weather for San Diego? <sighs> Bless this year. Is it raining? Early low seventies. Nice. Outside's gonna be packed then. <laughs> All I'm, four I'm days. so happy. <laughs> when we went for Game of Thrones, it was pretty cloudy in the beginning, like good first four hours. Yeah, well, you know, but today we were there for eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It wasn't worth it with the ending, <laughs> the season finale. <laughs> Or the uh, the whole series finale, yeah. (laughs) Okay, quick Comic Con, like what bets? Do you think? I mean, there's all kinds of news at Comic Con. Do you think J.R. Martin will announce the date of his book? No, no. I mean, it'd be cool, but (laughs) I just don't see it happening. No, yeah. Do you think it would happen? At least not at Comic Con. He can announce it that weekend. I mean, Comic Con. He was there in the early days of it, where it was just like a conference room. So I feel like he could come back. He's like, I'm back. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like he'd hold a grudge against Comic Con. Like it's grown too big. Really? Yeah. Why would he hold a grudge against? Well, not like not like saying like he hates Comic Con, but like I feel like since if he's been there since the beginning, he feels like it's it's changed completely to what the objective of of having this convention in the first place was. And maybe so, I don't know. That, I, I I don't know enough about what he thinks. Of, but, but yeah, maybe. Um, I'm trying to keep spending. I've got an eye on a couple things, but I I feel like everything's an exclusive. Oh, this is an exclusive. I want to see how many stickers you come back with on that. Oh, no, 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 no stickers. No. I'm trying to buy some comic books. Mm. Um, there's a lock and key issue. Uh, no? I got tricked by this shit before. Wait, what? Where they were oh, like no, no, exclusive. No, no. Not, and then I show up at three other conventions. It's the same exclusive. It might be an exclusive. <laughs> not for this convention, but you can't buy it outside of Comic-Con. You can't buy That's it. That's what they said last time. And next thing I go to WonderCon, it's right there. It's and probably because of the surplus, though. Yeah. They, they always made too much. They don't always like when they say they sold out. It's not. They didn't sell out. No. But I bet you you can't find it anymore. That exclusive. Anymore, we'll see if it's there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let you know. See, but if you find it at Comic Con, it's not fair because it's, that's the exclusive. That's where it's at, dude. I'll wait till WonderCon <laughs> and I'll look for it again, and it'll be there in the bin. I bought it. I mean, it's the same group though that creates all that. Okay, you keep putting up rules. <laughs> What's, you know, where can people find you guys? Uh, they can find me everywhere on, at the Folio, but not really. At the Lost Bosses everywhere. 
coming out, Kuchu Prime. You can find us all at the weekly DLC. Please let us know what you think of your favorite video game intros. Um, what airbending, you know, play some games. Uh, if you have any conventions you like or convention centers you like. Um, maybe there's some we haven't heard of. Um, I'm going to BlizzCon for the first time this year, so we'll see nice. what that is. Yeah, so. Um, until next time, we'll DLC. See you later.